Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. Can I start? Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's Al Schwarzenegger. Oddly specific, October 9th, 2017. I've been doing this obnoxious Arnold voice all day for my family. It's my reaction to double Thanksgivings. And it's got zero laughs from anybody. Including and, including me. Including Todd. Brian's nodding and trying to be polite. I'm laughing but, a bit here. Wow. Yeah. But I, I know it's an awful voice. But do you think I could get better doing this? No, it's terrible. It's not. I, I think it's Brian. Do you think it's bad? All things come with practice, man. I think Keep so, that. too. I know. I think I, I'm going to do this all the time now. No. No, get don't do Get to the chopper. It. Right, guys? No. <laughs> all right, anyway. All right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, hey, Chris, welcome back. Hey, Todd, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Yeah, so we've uh, got Brian Collicott with us here. It's our very first guest. We're very excited. Brian Collicott. In the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's been going on, guys? What have you done for the past week? Uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most rehearsed fucking question ever. <laughs> hey guys, what have you been doing? Fucking Thanksgiving. Everybody knows it's Thanksgiving. What does Arnold have to say about Thanksgiving? Nothing. <laughs> That's what I mean. You're just you're just pissed off at me. You're just pissed off at me Why? because I said your Arnold Schwarzenegger was shit. Man, fuck you. Number one, okay. Everyone, number two, everyone's. It's not bad, okay. The only reason I've been doing that all week, well, not all week. I've just been doing it today, as a matter of fact, because I had a Thanksgiving. Um, event and somebody at the event today was was talking about Conan, like the first Conan. Oh, of course. And how James L. Jones was in the first Conan, and he was Thalsa Doom. I remember he had perfectly quaffed, like straightened hair in yeah. that movie. Oh, yeah. and he had he had a, he had he had fucking bangs. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> yeah. had bangs. Like women get their hair cut like that now. <laughs> yeah, like they go <laughs> to a salon. The James Earl Jones. Can, can I have the Thalsa Doom, please? <laughs> they, they ask for the Thalsa Doom. Are they Thalsa Doom or Basuzu? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We should, okay, so we should probably introduce Brian formally because people are probably, you know, the four people who listen to this are probably like, who the hell's Brian Collicott? Yes. They know you. They know yes. me. But Brian, can I give a bit of background about who you are? Yeah, of course. First of all, you're our first guest. Secondly... Um, you are a commissioned artist. Yeah. And I, I have to say, uh, your stuff is incredible. It's, like, it's phenomenal. It's incredible. Oh, thank you very much. Y'all have to check out Brian Collicott paintings and commissioned artwork on Facebook. Um, and I just want to talk about this a little bit because I've, I, I remember seeing this stuff on your Facebook page because we're Facebook friends. We are indeed. Yeah. Going back a while now. Going back a while. Yeah. Yet, yet to get one of the reminders though so we can do it. So it's probably been inside of 10 years <laughs> yeah. at some point. <laughs> but your stuff is really good and it's it's very, it, you, you do like very photorealistic paintings. Yeah. Is that kind of a, a good way to accurately yeah, yeah. Say I try and is. leave it a bit painterly. I mean, when you, a lot painterly. of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, when you see it on a monitor and it's smaller than the actual original, it right. uh, it always looks a lot more detailed. But when you see them in real life, they, you can tell they're they're paintings, and I kind of want that to be the case. Either that, or you just you know take a picture. You don't want them to be <laughs> too realistic, yeah, exactly. because then you just have a photograph. Yeah, yeah. So you want it to look like it's been oh exactly painted to yeah, some yeah. degree, right? Um, so like so you do commission pieces, mm -hmm. uh, so people can hire you to do to exactly. do like to do paintings of whatever it is that they yeah. want. Capturing family moments, yeah. favorite cars. So can I ask that. you, like, what is the weirdest thing that you've been commissioned to do? Um, 
Actually, nothing really weird. A lot yeah. of them, it's like uh, we just come together and we, I, <laughs> I kind of take control a lot. And when someone comes to me with a crazy idea, I decide, mm-hmm. you know, that's crazy. And I want something <laughs> that looks good. Have you turned anything but, down though? Have you? No, 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 no. no. Okay. But I always work it out and then we, we go back and forth and eventually we come up with something awesome. Or I like to think it's awesome and hopefully they do too. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the way it works. So it's collaborative then. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, can I just plug you one more time? And, and actually, I wanted to discuss this after I plugged Brian's stuff, but Brian Collicott, Paintings and Commissioned Artwork. Check it out on Facebook. You have a Facebook uh, a Facebook business page, so people yes, can come and yeah. view your pieces there. Indeed. It's peruse public. the pieces that are... Do you have pieces for sale, like, currently? Uh, there are still some on there. Right. It's some of my older work. Uh, the fact of uh, when I'm doing commissions, it's... Uh, well, it's just that's the business, right? As soon as right. I'm done, that goes out the door, and if I get another commission, I'm doing right. that. Right, So it's... Uh, not much to put up on there for sale. Right. But uh, every once in a while when I get a, a break, I'll do a, a pr- personal piece. I have a bunch planned and a bunch in the works. So That's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, I rarely say this, but your stuff is stunning. Oh. Check it out. Brian Collicott, Penny's Commissioned Artwork. My new agent. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, he takes and 97%. Just, just, yeah. just everybody listen. Sounds just good. check out the page, and I'm telling you, you're going to be like mesmerized by the stuff you see. Yeah, and phenomenal. I wanted to talk about this, uh, Todd, because... I think we should probably, you know, open ourselves up to like different products and services and businesses for like sponsorships or like endorsements. So I was going to like maybe try to, you know, try one, even though no one's paying us to publicize their business. Okay. But I was downtown the other day and um, I saw Angelo's Pizza. And I used to live on Rideau Street. Okay. And Angela's Pizza is like good Ottawa-style pizza. And I, I kind of wanted to talk about that today because I was having a Thanksgiving conversation with a family member about all the different kinds of pizza. And I mm-hmm. said, you know what? Ottawa's got its own pizza. It's called Lebanese pizza. It's full of cheese. It's an oniony sauce. I'm being serious. Oniony right. sauce, a giant mound of cheese, you know, colonnade style, you know, and Angelo's. Angelo's okay. Pizza on Rideau yeah. Street. Not, not on Rideau Street anymore. Now they've moved to William Street okay. in the market. Angelo's Pizza, pizza that people talk about, cheese, crust, pepperoni, best you'll ever have. Check Angelo's Pizza downtown on William Street. They've got a two-for-one special, uh, two large pizzas, shrimp kebabs, and a two-liter Diet Coke. None of that is true. I just put that combo together. <laughs> Hopefully okay. that Angelo's will do it. Well, do you think I could, we could do this? Like, a new like, promo. Chris, y- yeah. you've already done a pizza ad on this podcast. Okay. So if anybody's listening and they want their business publicized... We will publicize your business. What's if that called? Pizza. A plug? A plug, yeah. Plug, yes, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. plug your business. And, uh, you know, you can pay us or not pay us, whatever works, you know. <laughs> anyway, I'm just putting that out there, you know, because I, I, I listen to other podcasts, right? And, like, everybody's publicizing shit all the time. We got to yeah. get into this game, man. We got to get this hustle, get this paper. Pro- you know what I'm telling you? We got to get this paper, Todd. We got we to, gotta like, support the podcast with a financial contribution from a local business. And you know, I'm just dying because the last we'll one that you, you did. Headset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look at this. Thing, You're wearing man. Sony look at fucking PlayStation. No, look, it's, 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 it's falling apart, man. It's falling apart. So I apologize to people Fuck. if you can hear these he- this headset falling. We need apart new equipment. Yeah, yeah, we do. We need funds. We need a Kickstarter or something. <laughs> Go fund me. Go fund us. Go Todd fund. is wearing PlayStation 4. Better. Or GoFund yourselves. Chris Go, is fun. Go fund yourselves. That's actually good, Brian. Yeah. Brian, that's... Hey, hey. Hey, we should erase this part of the podcast because we should, you know, put a lock on that with a patent or something. Okay. Go fund yourself. All right. <laughs> oh, man. 
Anyway. I'm sorry. I just got to try to fix this here. There oh, my go. God. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Is it okay? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So um, did everybody do the consummate Thanksgiving bullshit? Yes. Uh, Saturday yeah. night. That was yeah. the dinner. Oh, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's when people can make it. And yeah. Sunday, we did our traditional uh, wagon ride and outdoor barbecue. Where, where, was, where was this? Yeah, out of my parents' place. They got a big piece of property. And where? Dad has an old tractor and a wagon. We just drive around what used to be our Christmas tree farm. Man, it sounds like an awesome. episode of Highway to Heaven. It, it was. Michael and Well, no, he doesn't show <laughs> Michael up. Michael was everything. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. <laughs> Zombie Michael Land and everything. Oh, wow. No, but where, where's this piece of land? Like uh, Just outside of North Gore, heading towards Smith Falls. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, it's, yeah. It's Did you say you had a Christmas tree farm? Yeah, way back. Backwoods Christmas tree farm. Okay, this is incredible. Like, so how busy was this place? How? Like- oh, and we were uh, in full stride, big popular. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of business. So really, I didn't see any of the profits. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, your family had a Christmas tree farm? Yeah, my mom had a cooking school. Yes, yes, okay, okay yeah, that's that, true. That, this yes. is an awesome story. Yeah. Can you fill us in, please? Uh, I'll do my well. Hey, it's kind of come to an end already. That's the story. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like my dad. Uh, well, I guess yeah. My dad would have me out in the middle of the summer in long sleeve shirts and uh, those kind of almost like beekeeper masks, right. uh, pruning trees. It was terrible. Right. Uh, getting eaten alive by bugs, and right. that led to having a really nice time in the winter of me standing in a parking lot. We had a little parking lot set up in the freezing cold and dragging people's trees out to their cars. Wow. And that was uh, that was my job there, and I had nothing to do with the cooking school, <laughs> aside from stay in your room. <laughs> so you grew up in, like, this area, like yeah. North Gore. Yeah, I'm North Korean. You're North Korean. <laughs> <laughs> That's, man, you... Uh, I would use that. Yeah, <laughs> if I, I was from I, North I, Gore, I, I got to admit, I I'd probably say that. Yeah, yeah, especially nowadays. Where you from, Arnold? North Gore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so you went there for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we have okay. family from Windsor that comes up, and it's kind of becoming a an annual tradition. It's been going on for a while. That's cool. Oh, it's a lot of fun. That's cool. How about you, Todd? Where did you, what did you do? I uh, went to my wife's sister's place for dinner, and I ate way too much, like disgustingly too much. Tis the season. Have really? you seen, um, you know, the opening to Monty, I don't know if it was the opening, but uh, that scene in uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life? Yes. Oh. With the wafer thin It's wafer thin. <laughs> that was me yesterday, man. It was bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah, whatever. That happens once a year or yeah. twice a year. Yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas, I yeah. guess, is our prime Prime overeating times. Yeah. You know what I, I, I kind of don't understand is is what chemical is in turkey that's like chloroform? It just knocks your ass out. I think it's like tryptophan. Yeah, what, tryptophan. What is, is the it? One. I don't know if it's proven that it actually puts you down, but that's what everyone says. Isn't, isn't, yeah. isn't that what weed has tryptophan, doesn't it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. We should go find it. Check it out, Chris. <laughs> no! Bust <laughs> out that phone, Chris. Bad. Use no, I put my phone over there, but tri- I think tryptophan, like tryptophan, is a cousin of chloroform. Fine, I'll get on my phone. Well, they, used, we they used to smother people with turkeys when they wanted to take them out. So. <laughs> it was always a villain yeah. with just a turkey leg, yeah. slowly stick. coming behind like some poor you know person in a parking garage. Like, <laughs> come the last me. thing I smelled was gravy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Tryptophan. tryptophan uh, is an amino acid that is used in the biosynthesis of protein. It is essential in humans, meaning the body cannot synthesize it and thus must be obtained from the diet. So, I don't know. Let me just see if there is some sort of turkey article on tryptophan here because uh, 
they're just going to, they're talking about molecules here. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Let's get into molecules. Tryptophan in Tryptophan. Turkey, is this true? Makes you, does Turkey really make you sleepy? WebMD, here we go. I'm sure everyone's riveted right yep. now. Yeah. It uh, does. La la la, blah blah blah. Along comes Aunt Mildred with her armchair scientific explanation. Tryptophan. You're really gonna make. They're gonna make me scroll through this entire thing. Sleep inducer. Turns out, turkey contains no more of the amino acid tryptophan than other kinds of poultry. In ah. fact, turkey actually has slightly less tryptophan than chicken. Says Don Jackson Blattner. Shout out Don Jackson Blattner, an American diet. Dietetic Association spokeswoman and author of the Flexit. Uh, uh, man, I don't care anymore. Like, yeah. it, basically, no. Basically, no. no. And knowing's half the battle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I so so def <laughs> it definitely does not knock you out. Is what you're saying? It's it's no more effective at knocking you out than chicken. Yeah, that's bullshit. Or I know it's hen. bullshit. Basically, it, I think it's just that you eat to the point where you're unconscious, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I guess so. You got your strips of turkey beside massive piles of gravy and potatoes <laughs> yes. and squash. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's so no good. It yeah, it's, it's Thanksgiving <laughs> it's so and Christmas, good. the best meals of the year. Chris, did you have a giant Italian Thanksgiving? Uh, actually, no. This year I had a Spanish Thanksgiving. So what does that comprise of? Well, yesterday I had Thanksgiving at my in-laws, and we had a very traditional turkey mashed potato kind of, you know, Brussels spreads kind of situation. Yep. But today we hosted... Uh, my wife's dad's side of the family, who are all Spanish. Okay. So uh, kind of interesting, little tidbit about me, but uh, I make chorizo sausage with my nice. father-in-law, which nope. is the most delicious sausage. And um, I did the Spanish breakfast on Montreal-style bagels. So this is what I do. Cut the bagel in half, chorizo. Um, I'm just getting hungry thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Chorizo, uh, uh, onions leaving. fried so that it's like very, it's like a good crumble, you know, nice. and wet sausage, like the, the fresh sausage. And then a lot of these dried links, really delicious. And then I scoop it on top of the Montreal style bagel. I stack it and then I just fry an egg, just straight up fry an egg to the point where it's like, you could split it in half and it's runny. You just place it on oh. the top, a little bit of paprika, a little bit of chive. Well, bam. Bam. Damn. Damn. That's what it is. It's a damn. <laughs> I have to agree. I had a bit of chorizo in my uh, toasted Western this morning. There oh. you go. And pesto, too. I had that into the eggs. Pesto's great. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a badass breakfast. Yeah, it was a, it was a awesome sandwich. So let me let me kind of... I wanted to talk to you guys about something. Is Brian, I know you used to go to Zaphod's a lot. Oh, yeah. And I, I used there. to go to Zaphod's a lot. And Todd and I played Zaphod's yeah. a lot. And Brian and I used to uh, go to the 80s nights there. As did I. Yeah. Uh, do you know how many times you've played Zaphod's? Uh, no, a lot. So I've been counting. Okay. I've, I've played Zaphod's 27 times. Wow. Yeah, oh, in wow. 20 years. Um, a lot. That includes when we were in the band together? That includes uh, setback shows, understory, like our I old band. I saw some understory shows there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, we saw, like, yeah, we, we opened for Made. Oh, and yeah. which was like a big <laughs> Juno award-winning band back in like back in the mid '90s. What? Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit uh, about what happened at that show, Chris? Can I? Well, can I tell the story? Uh, I think so. You don't have to use names, but all right. Well, so so the story here. Do, does anybody remember Made? Like, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little in the dark here. Okay. Well, how old are you, Brian? 
Uh, 42. Shit, what? Yeah. Man, you're two years older than me. Yeah. Fuck. He's a, he's a mortal, man. Look at him. He hasn't man, changed Man, you are bit. young as hell. I'm one of the ancients. <laughs> you're one of the new I gods. I was there at the Big Bang. <laughs> um, well, evidently, Brian has come from the planet in uh, that Star Trek movie where no one ages ever. And then all the cousins of the people who like aged who got banished. Like, yeah, but I have a por- I've done a portrait of myself that ages for me. So, <laughs> so, so Made was this band that, w- that had won a Juno one year. They're from Toronto, and I don't think they were particularly commercially successful, but they were doing this tour at the time, and we managed with our hilarious manager at the time. <laughs> he, uh, he he managed to get us an opening slot in this on this gig, and we were like, oh, yeah. Like, we were like these young guys in a band. Super were stoked. Like, How old are we? Like 18, 19? No. We were, I, I, for, I was a year older than everybody, so yeah. I was like, I was like, I was, I was 21. Okay. And these guys were like 20, or I might have been 20. I don't know, whatever it was. We were very oh, young. Yeah. And I, I remember going like, that's it. We made it. We made it. Fucking the whole reason why I quit university is <laughs> is playing itself out Time here to right forget now. forget the little people. Yeah. Anyway, we, we play this show with Maid. Uh, it's completely empty. There's nobody in the club. Okay? There's 0.0, 0 people. people there. Yeah. Except. Except, well, our friend. Yes. Our, so I'm not going to name our friend because yeah. everybody knows him. But our friend... Um, came into this show with like our little entourage who just came for us. And uh, we played and then Maid played and Maid's <laughs> playing. And our friend is like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like from the audience. Have you ever heard, I, I'm going to just give you a bit of a reference for the level of fuck you witness that occurred here. Okay. Yeah. It was, uh, you remember that rapper Redman? Anybody remember yeah. Redman? Yes, yes, well, he yes. had a song where there's like this echoed track on the song. Ah, uh, fuck. I'll be that. I'll be that. Remember that song by Redman? No. And then, anyway, whatever. In the song, he goes like, fuck you! <laughs> and that's pretty well what our friend was doing at Made while they were playing their hit song that they won the Juno for. Lovely. Sitting, and, and sitting he, next to us. Yeah, sitting uh, next to us. He's like, fuck you guys. Fuck you. Like, and, like, you know, and thanks for having us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they were like not thrilled about it. And we were mortified, and we were like just trying to reason with him at the time. I was like, you have to stop doing, like, you're destroying our careers. You fucking suck, man. You are the worst band of ever. Like, just yeah, fucking we awful. We are no longer made. Yeah. That was, yeah, I know. That was a fucking crazy night. Yeah, it was. Because it didn't let up at the Maid show. No, it did not. Yeah, it finished with Vomit, a Pontiac Sunfire, and. Oh, oh yeah, that party. was my birthday. Yeah, that was your birthday show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the night what was ended. It triggered that? What what triggered it? Vomit or Pontiac Sunfire? Well, I think yeah. I, I think what happened was we split up at that point. Hey, eh, Chris, like you, you went somewhere mm-hmm. and I went to a different party, and someone was feeding me Alabama Slammers. If you don't know what an yes. Alabama Slammer is, it's like there's you cannot detect alcohol in this drink. So I'm drinking that uh, a lot uh, over over a span. I don't know about an hour. And uh, then I showed up at this other guy's house. So worth, to make this long story short, um, the night ended with Chris driving up to me, and I think I was lying on the side of the road. You were, uh, yeah, you were. And I, this is so uncharacteristic for Todd, because Todd was <laughs> like, you were like, you're kind of still like this, man. You're kind of like, you're kind of the imposing self-righteous guy. What do you mean? Well, no, I don't mean this in a bad way, but just back in the day, be like, yo, man, what's up? You want to get drunk? Yeah. And you're like, no. Like, no. What do you mean, no? No, I don't do that. But you would, you, you would, you were very straight edge a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty straight. And, edge. and like, we were for a while, we were like, yo, man, like, 
what's the deal? Like, come on. Like, we're, we're in our early teens, our early 20s. Let's go get Blotto. And yeah. Todd was like, no, guys, I'm going to go home and Chris, go to sleep. Chris used to call hour. me Chris used to call me Gandalf because he'd pull up to pick me up or we'd go out or whatever. And he he swore there was always a mist around me. And like there was always there was always like everything was slow-mo when Todd would come out Enchant of his apartment. Todd. Yes, yeah. yes. Yo, so. yo, what's cracking? You ready to rehearse? And then like, I'll be dead in a minute. And then he'd come down <laughs> and then it, it was like slow-mo. It was like, oh shit. Well, he Fuck. was like that when we worked in Michael's. So. No, no, no. Yeah, you were kind of yeah. like that man back <laughs> yeah, in the day. A little bit. Yeah. And that's right. We all used to work at the same mall. Yeah. Yes, yes. For yeah, the, you were at the future shop. I was at yeah. Future Shop. I worked my retail job there. You guys were working at the craft store. Yep. And yeah. Brian, was, I got to say. I remember stopping at a future shop to see your buddy Chameleonic or whatever. Yep. He was like performing in the entryway or something like that. <laughs> oh, oh yes, shit. Yeah, yes. that was like way yeah. back in the day. Yeah. You see? Yeah, oh, I've yeah. forgotten everything. That was, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Chris, I wanted to talk to Brian a little bit about the days at Michael's because they were... There like, were some good times. Yeah. Like, you you have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's like that now, obviously, but uh, for those of you who don't know, Michael's is a big box craft store. Yeah. And uh, is, is it in the States as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't it's you remember? Huge, eh? There was like 521... Michaels in the states and like twelve in Canada. Oh, and so yes. we'd get like end caps for like you know all the U.S. <laughs> holidays. The, yes, so we'd yes. have all these American flags all end over caps. the place. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, Anybody works really retail knows well. end caps. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, it'd be great. Anyway, so we worked uh, overnights for quite a long time. Night crew. I believe. Yes, night crew. We would do eleven p.m. till seven in the morning, yeah. and the craziest stuff would happen in this place. Like. You, you know these uh, these uh, sixteen foot ladders, for example. Yeah. So what we would do is on the main aisle, we would have races with these things. So you, you, we we discovered that when you crawl to the top of them, you could actually rock them back and forth, walk and they the would, ladder, and they would walk forward. <laughs> so we'd have uh, much like chariot races uh, in the main aisles of the store at about two in the morning. We would race the ladders, and that was fun. Uh, the pump trucks as well were raced. On, yeah. On Quite a few occasions. Are you guys at pump trucks too? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Can I can I uh, can I ask you guys a question? Like, I I often share my retail stories with people, both the, who I used to work with and people who my other friends who never worked retail. Yeah. Th- there were some things that we did that were really shitty at, at, at Future Shop. <laughs> like, I worked in the communications department, and like, and I also worked in the audio department for a while. And I worked with a lot of meatheads in the audio department, right? And like, I was I was so out of place there because. I'm just not that kind of person at all for, you know, you guys, I'm sure you know me to some degree. So they, you know, when I worked in the audio department, like there would be all these like street racy guys who were ex- like just obsessed with fast and furious. Tokyo um, drift. Yeah. No, no. This is like the first fast and furious. They, oh, okay. were, they were like, they had such boners about this movie. It was ridiculous. And they would spend thousands of dollars on audio systems for like absolutely atrociously old cars, like an 87 civic. You just put 60 grand where the audio Ford Escort. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous, right? So I worked with these idiots and uh, no offense to the idiots if they're listening, but um, we would sell these things, right? And you would get like big commissions on certain things. And one of the things we sold in the audio department were Harman Kardon amplifiers, which Mm -hmm. anybody who used to shop at at Future Shop would recognize the Harman Kardon amplifiers. So I, I worked with this one guy, Greg, and Greg was like a really arrogant 
fucking asshole. He was he was always <laughs> if you're listening, Greg, shout out fuck Greg. you. <laughs> um, but Greg used to always scoop my sales. Like we used to call that scooping sales if you just shop when you know I'd be like, Hey Coaching. sir, can I give you a hand? Have you ever seen the 40 year old virgin? Like that was widely illustrated at Smart Tech and the 40 year old virgin. So anyway, Greg would always scoop my sales. So one day I was like, fuck this. I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. I went out to the payphone that was near the Michaels. And I called the future shop that I worked at. I mm-hmm. called store 604. And I was like, hi, can I talk to Greg? And, the, and so they patched me through. I'm specifically looking to speak to Greg in the auto department. And I knew that we had 24 Harman Kardon amplifiers. And on each one of these amplifiers, <laughs> we made like $280 in commission. So if I can call them, I was like, Hi, Greg. Uh, listen, uh, I was just talking to Chris Saracino, and I want all 24 of those Harman Kardon amplifiers. So do the math. This was like a fucking huge payday for this guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I specifically said, I was just talking to Chris Saracino, and uh, I'd like to just come in and buy them. you know. And he was like, oh, shit. And he fucking like, took the sale. He's, fucking, he's like, I'll get them all down, and, I, and I'll take, don't worry, I'll take care of you. Come in right away, oh. <laughs> right away. So then I, you know, after an hour, I like, I, I was off my shift at this point. Right. So I came, that's why I did it. Cause he knew, like he knew I wasn't coming back. Yeah. So anyway, I go back in and he's fucking tirelessly working on the pump trucks to get these fucking Harman Kardon amplifiers <laughs> down from like the, the shelf. And he's like, fuck you, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I just made a huge sale. And then, and then I come in and he's like, Oh, Hey Chris, uh, just made a huge sale. What do you think? I was like, wow, that's crazy. I, I was just talking to somebody about buying a bunch of Harman Kardon amplifiers. And he immediately was like, oh, probably a different person altogether. No, no way. <laughs> right. Anyway, he stacked them all up because I told him on the phone I was coming in with an Amex. I needed, I had, I, I fucking had a hole in my pocket to buy these fucking amplifiers. And I just never showed up. And, and like, he was pissed, like, by the end of the shift. And like, he talked about this for like a month. Like, Fuck that fucking guy. If anybody comes in looking for 24 amplifiers, that's my sale, right? Yeah. Anyway, a month goes by and I finally break like break it to yeah. him that it was me and he was like extraordinarily pissed. He complained to me. He complained oh, about he me to management. He filed a grievance with oh, the future, future shop HQ. What a loser. That was my that was my big retail story. Hey. Did you guys ever do shit like that to each other? No, we well, I mean, we occasionally paged each other to certain areas. Oh of- god, yeah. Oh yeah, the all call in the store was a was an awesome, <laughs> awesome treat. Especially when people like you remember Flo? Yes, I remember Flo. Flo, Todd, Todd. Yes. And your last mission. <laughs> Flo. Who's Flo? She so, was this very nice older woman, but she always got super flustered when she was on the all call. So the thing she said, yeah. uh those missions. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Todd, Todd. Cease your last mission. But then we'd always play jokes. Cease your last mission? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I'm suddenly picturing him with like a Rambo blade in his teeth crawling through the mud. Oh, my like, God. Get out of there, Todd. Oh, man. But then, yeah, I remember uh, our our manager at the time, James, I uh, I ticked him off because I actually texted him, or not texted him, I uh, got on the all call and said, oh, uh, James to the bathroom for customer service, <laughs> for customer assistance. We were constantly doing that. The color of red he used to turn when he'd get... Oh, oh so. yeah. you get angry? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He'd yeah. start sweating. Do and... much Wait, I remember it, James. Yeah. I remember James. Yeah, he was, he he was, was a funny dude. He was a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came to a few of our shows and stuff. Yeah, I think he did, actually. Yeah. yeah. He kind of he looked like John Ritter, didn't he? He, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked like John yeah. Ritter. I, I th- like Police Company that. John Ritter. I thought he looked like the guy from The Waltons. Uh, yeah, that dude, too, because they had the same haircut. It's that hair, that thin... Brushed over brown hair. Yeah, it was like it was like that straight like yeah. 
hey, uh, you know, I'm on a late 70s ABC show, daytime show, like so sitcom. He was a hilarious dude because he loved Metallica, like loved Metallica. Yeah, and Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, loved Iron Maiden. Oh, man. And he used to blast it all night over the over the speakers, but he'd leave it on sometimes in the morning. So, like, oh, yeah. elderly ladies are coming in to yeah, buy their wool for wool. <laughs> Run to the hills. <laughs> like, so he's blasting, like, and justice for all. In Michael's at like nine in the morning. Oh, yeah. Whoops! You know he'd run that's, out to get that's, coffee. That's an epic retail story. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I think it cool. spices that place up. Personally, they should have gone yeah. with that. Corporate should start sending out metal CDs for them to run all year round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, you know, you know. It's funny. Like that whole mall was weird. Like the South Keys Mall was a weird mall. I found because we worked right next to the the Walmart, mm-hmm. and the, I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, but whenever we had like crime occur in the store, it was always a security guard from Walmart. It was always him. the fucking yeah. security guard. It was this <laughs> rent a cop. Yeah, it was this fucking guy. It was like totally self, way too self important. He'd always come in like hoisting his belt. He was slightly overweight. And I always saw him eating multiple McChickens at that McDonald's <laughs> at the Walmart. And he'd come in, thumbing his belts, like, everything okay here? like yeah fuck you get out of here man you don't even work here like and he was he was such a like he was such a asshole you know but anyway we had a couple of shoplifters and this guy would like overdo it he would like tackle them and and, like he was just it was it was comical it was like cringeworthy but hilarious because he would like take these people down like get back it's my collar oh yeah he was like you know what he was like he was seth rogan in uh, observe and report. Oh god! Have you ever seen Observe and Report? No. Oh god! I, Brian, actually, I, Brian, think I have I a feeling you'd but love it's that kind movie. Of, it's kind of disappeared. It's fuzzy. It's one of those movies that just kind of. But wasn't away. that like a little bit serious? It. You know, what's weird. Uh, we should talk about this because a good friend of mine, Steve, and I, we enjoy uh, Danny McBride. Yes. And we really liked Eastbound and Down. And the guy who did Eastbound and Down was Jody Hill. And Jody Hill was also the director of Observe and Report. And okay. he's, I don't know a lot about him. I should IMDb him, but he's a, he's a dude, he's a Southern dude. He's from a South, he's from the South. Uh, and he's like, his movies are very serious, but also hilarious. Like they've got, they're very dark. That's what, what I are, have, uh, What are some of his other movies? Uh, I'd have to IMDb him, but like it's, here I'll tell you, because this is kind of pertinent and important. Jody Hill, he, he was doing Eastbound and Down for a long period of time. Okay. Um, he's also done, I'll tell you right now, uh, vice principles, which is the other show on, uh, it's an HBO show with Danny McBride and oh, yeah. uh, okay, Walton yeah. Goggins. Um, he did masterminds. He was the executive producer of masterminds, but what did he, what has he directed? He's done, uh, the roadie with Jack black. Um, he's done the foot fist way with Danny McBride, which is hilarious. Really dark, like really good. It's 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 really smart, dark humor, you know. Okay. And uh, and Anna Ferris is also in a. In oh, a I love Anna Ferris. Yeah. She got divorced from Chris yeah, Pratt. That was, that was that fucking really hit me in the feels, kind of a little bit. Well, yeah. just, they were a hilarious couple, right? Yeah. They were, but they like. She was a good-looking girl who's willing to do anything for a joke, make herself look stupid. Like she didn't care. She, yeah, yeah, Yeah. she, she was very dedicated to getting the laugh. I love that. Yeah, but like, I kind of, I don't know. Do you guys ever get affected by like celebrity divorces? No, not overly. No, no. No. You just kind of say that one hit me in the feels. That that was why. What was the long-standing? Because they're they're they they seem like nice people. Like it was, you know. I don't know. It just kind of was disappointing. Who's Chris, who's Chris Pratt going to fucking marry now or date now? Uh, that guy's probably got the pick of the litter, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> is that what happens in Hollywood? Like, 
you just you get you become a celebrity and you're you're always away from your spouse. Probably, eh? Well, yeah, I think and then you just get close to people in roles, I guess. I don't know. You, you hear about a lot of them. Yeah. You know, they met on this movie well, and immediately divorced their... But imagine imagine you did a film with Jennifer Lawrence and you're like just constantly working with her for four months and you're single and she's single. It's like, yeah, you know, it's hard to fucking have a Hollywood life and like yeah. maintain a marriage or a family. What do you think, Todd? I don't know. I, I, it didn't really affect me, but uh, I mean, it's sad. Yeah, how They were together for how long? Do you know? I don't know, like... 10 years and they had a kid and like I remember like reading this big thing uh about how their kid was um born premature and they they had all sorts of adversity. Well, I never heard about that. Yeah, yeah, they have a son named Jack and he was it was just really sad. So they've story. been through struggles too. Big time. Yeah, yeah it was on. like I was like god they damn. They can't make it. So I guess I guess what you figure is that, you know, with all the money and all of the privileges that celebrity has that they have this idyllic life and they no. should have an idyllic marriage. Time and time again, it, they all fall apart, right? Yeah, I guess so. Like yeah. who? Who had like? And Kurt and Goldie aren't even married, right? Yeah, they're going strong. They've been together forever, and yeah, uh, they're going. They're strong. not married, right? Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, who were like the original. I don't know if you guys remember Paul Newman. Oh yeah, of course, great uh, salad he, dressing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but he was married to his wife for a long time, and she was also an actress. Yeah. Uh, who else? Like, I mean. Um, yeah, there aren't really, I guess, uh, you know. Are we going back to Arnold on this? Or? Oh, oh, man. Fuck. Do it, Chris. Fine. Do Arnold. It. Arnold was in the most idyllic marriage ever to Maria Shriver. <laughs> the, my, not my fault. Is, is, do you think it's too much Christopher Walken? In, like, you know, my problem when I try to do it, it's like I go Christopher Walken. So, what are your favorite Arnold movies? My favorite Arnold movies? Uh, okay, in all seriousness, I watched Predator the other day. Yep, that's a great movie. That's an amazing yeah. movie. Um, and Shane Black is redoing. Shane Black was Hawkins in the original Predator. He's the mm. first guy to die. Yeah. Okay. I think he was Hawkins, wasn't he? I don't know. You should know this. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Shane Black, the esteemed director of Iron Man 3, of a very good movie called The Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling. I haven't seen that. I'm dying to see And it. Russell Crowe's so good. It was, and I, I'd never heard of it up until watching it. I was just like, what? Shane Black did this. I'd never even heard of this movie. Yeah. I guess I'm not dying to see it because it's been out for months and I still haven't seen it. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of goes against the dying. It's good. To you should check it, it out, man. It's really good. Yeah. But anyway, all this to say, I think Predator and uh, Terminator 2 are my favorite Arnold movies. Brian? Those are two good ones. I, yeah. I want to go completely awesome and say like twins or kindergarten. I was going to say twins, a, man. Oh, just God. A, <laughs> twins is friggin' hilarious. The third rule of a crisis yeah. situation. Or what was it? <laughs> Batman Forever? Oh, that was the best. That's the worst yeah. movie. I, I like uh, the Running Killed. Man. You guys running remember man the Running good. Man? Oh, yeah. that was, oh. Well, it was not recall. good. Killian. <laughs> Killian. Remember how it said? <laughs> I'm going to ram my fist in your stomach. And rip out your spine. Sub Zero's now plain zero. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Where the buzzsaw go? It was so go? bad, it was good. Oh, he had to split. <laughs> buzzsaw uh, had to split because I just cut him in half and it was a pun. So, who was the bad guy? He was a game show host. Um, yeah. He did Family Feud. What was his name? I can't remember. Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. Dawson? Dawson. Dawkins. Dawkins is the God it's delusion time guy. To isn't start it? Running. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was. That, you know, what's funny. I when I was in, I was in Vancouver in March, and I went to the Rio Theater, and they do this thing where they narrate movies. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's called the Gentleman Hecklers, 
And it was like three guys that were comedians that like they essentially heckle the movie on stage while it's playing. So, so it's I'm, like mystery science theater. Is that what they do in mystery science theater? Yeah, yeah. It's like three guys sit in a theater and they just kind of yeah. tear the movie up as it's gone going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So so they did that with The Running Man. It was pretty funny. It was cool. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, they should do that at the Mayfair. Um, it, was, it was interesting. It got kind of annoying, I got to be honest. Halfway through, it was just like, okay, can you guys shut the fuck up? Because I can't get any of the puns. Like, you know, this is, a, this is an awful movie. It's not augmented yeah, by the Yeah, at least Mystery Science Theater usually had the decency to, like, pick, you know, crappy movies. Terrible, not, yeah. You don't really get into them. Yeah, and you, yeah. 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 you got to, like, pick your spots when you're doing that. Yeah. Right? That's, that's so. on Netflix right now, I think. Eh? Yeah, it came back. Yeah, it came, came back. back. I haven't watched any of the new ones, though. Neither have I. Yeah, what are the worst Arnold movies? I would say uh, probably what was that Christmas one? Jingle all the oh, way. Oh, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Man. That was bad. So bad. Yeah, that was really bad. That was a bad. Uh, one. Actually, you what know was what? Junior. Junior. Yeah, that. Junior yeah, I didn't like that, that one. one. He got pregnant. Yeah, he got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch Maggie? I did not. What was see that about? That's oh, where that the zombie movie. Yeah, he has like five lines in it, but it's uh, he's pretty good. It was a pretty good movie. In five it's lines. Like, it's like yeah. a full-on movie. He's just in it for five minutes. Yeah. yeah actually, that's. I kind of want to bring this up to you, Chris. Remember how we had this huge obsession with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. Um, did you notice that they just gave him less and less lines as as the like as, as his movies progressed? Did you watch The Quest? He had like two lines in that movie. Actually, you know what? You're right. Is this is a remake they of Bloodsport. Re- yeah. Did you see The Expendables 2? Was he in The Expendables 2? Yeah. I think it was 2. It was 2. He had very few lines in that. Yeah. That movie was ridiculous, by the Probably way. Probably less than Randy Couture, and that's just saying something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, did you like those movies? Like they, no. The first I, I one don't, was fun. I don't mind them, but I go in not expecting anything. I just expect an action movie, you know? Explosions and guns and cheesy Schwarzenegger yeah. lines. And Kelsey Grammer, obviously. Kelsey Grammer? He was yeah. in one of them. Yeah. He was in one of them, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was doing in it. It was like... Really? Ridiculous. Yeah, but you know, the, you know the the problem I have with those movies is like everybody knows like Stallone makes those movies on like hilariously low budgets, and I'm not joking. Like I think the first one costs like three million dollars to make, and the second one wasn't far off. It was like maybe eight million bucks. How does he pull that off? He, I don't know. I, I remember reading about this in Variety. They're just they're very uh, cheap movies to make. And he doesn't put a lot of money into marketing them or like he, I guess Lionsgate licenses them or distributes them or whatever the case is, but they make enough money because of the budgets to like justify making further, like further films, yeah. you know, but like he just gets a bunch of washed up actors. He's like, he's like, Hey guys, <laughs> listen, uh, Dolph, I know you're literally living on the side of a mountain in yeah. Sweden and doing nothing. Probably yeah. thinking Antonio, about Antonio, <laughs> how about you get away from your yeah. wife for a while? Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, they're still together. That's another. No, no, they broke and, up. Ah. And Melanie Griffith. Melanie really? Griffith and Did Antonio they? Banderas broke up. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're Maybe you are right. You, I mean, you kind of hope the best for people, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. You know? Okay, Chris, like, what were you going to say about Zaphods, though? Sorry, I want to rain this in. Oh, yeah, we should bring that to... back. So, yeah. Brian, you used to go to Zaphods a lot. I oh, played, yeah. we, we played Zaphods. Everybody went to Zaphods. Zaphods was like a huge... And by the way, I'm trying to make a conscious effort not to say like every five minutes because... All right, we'll, know, have, a, we'll have a like jar. We'll have a like one. jar, yeah. Uh, Zaphods was an institution in the city for a long period of time. Yeah. Uh, and it very publicly closed down this year. Very quickly, too. Like, do you know what happened? It oh, was, the thing with Eugene, and uh, he made some kind of a deal. It was almost basically his retirement with the, the new I, owner or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, I understood that Eugene, um, I guess, I, and I, by the way, I've never had, I've, I've, 
I've never had a bad experience with Eugene at all. He's, oh, no. he's always been very gracious. He's a nice guy. We played. He's uh, yeah, super easy to work with and stuff like that. So he was very involved and in, and in, in f- he was a formative figure in the Ottawa music scene. Oh, yeah, yeah know, thirty extremely. years. Yeah. Um, but I, I, what I understood was that Eugene wanted to retire, and he sold the club to, I guess, a resident DJ that was there for a while. Yep. Do you know the DJ? Yeah, it was a low pass, I think. Okay. DJ low pass, I think. DJ low pass. So, and then he ran it for a while and I can only assume that it was like, you know, he, he kind of turned the keys over and was like, you continue to run this business and yeah. you can pay me over time or something like yep. that. I would assume. And then, yeah, it because just, it was, it was supposed to be regular installments or something. Right. right. Yep. And then they dried up. Ouch. And then, yeah, something happened. It was a public was, letter. Yeah, like were you going there after the ownership change? I went to the uh, like the last industrial night because that was my night. I used to go Tuesdays, two fifty Tuesdays industrial night. Was it was it pretty busy? It was it was like going back in time, man. It was an absolutely phenomenal time. I actually posted on uh, my actual Facebook page. Uh, I actually filmed with my phone the walk from the urinal all the way up the stairs out wow. to the stage, walked through, filmed like all these people, and just said, "Yeah, if you well, that's that's Zaphod's right there." You were also there on the last night, weren't you? Yeah. So you went when it shut down. It was oh, packed. Was it packed that oh, night? Yeah. It's crazy. I that's one thing that I will give Zephods uh, is that I always felt comfortable there. Yeah. There were no like when you walked in, it didn't matter what you were wearing, it didn't matter who you were with. All kinds. All kinds were welcome and you felt welcome there. And that's that's what I think its strength was, is how comfortable you felt going to that place. I don't know if you agree, like yeah, I, I always felt comfortable going there. It was, um, it was just cool. It was, it had a cool vibe. It was. It looked very like inclusive. Labor. It looked like what? With the lighting yeah. and everything. Lighting. Oh the yeah. Layers yeah, and the lighting. It, yeah, it yeah. reminded me of being on like a Blade Runner set. The original. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. it was For very. Sure. It was very sure, yeah. tech noir. Yeah. You know, it was oh, uh, yeah. to do an Arnold reference, like that the the club that they go into in, yeah. in the first Terminator. Ayusa <laughs> Rakana. <laughs> no, it was. It's too bad. It's too bad that that place closed down. It was. It was. Um, it was like you know the Rolling Stones did a video there. It was uh, it was there forever, man. Did they really? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Cool. For uh, the Streets of Love, I think the track. Yeah, is crazy. I'm yeah, but it was up. it was yeah. So now what's what's going there now? I don't know, but when I last went downtown, just seeing that you know <laughs> what is it, Bearfax? Yeah, the Zaphod sign is gone. Oh, it's weird now. Yeah, it's so it's just so weird to see. It's well, weird now. It's it's even stranger because they had Zaphods two at one point. Do you remember that? Yeah, right next to Barrymore. Right yeah. next to Barrymore. The giant painting of Eugene Haslam on the wall. Yeah, yeah remember that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris, you played there. I think we played there together one time. We played we? there together for the for the album I did, like in the yes okay. late nineties, early two thousands. It was like a big club. Um, I also saw Limlifter there, who I've fucking loved forever. Um, do you remember? Were you that, that? Were you at that show? No, I don't think I was at that show. You know, you know, it's funny. I actually, we, I did a lot of shows there over the years at Zayfods too, and I yeah. saw I saw a really good show. It was a Ninja Tune show. It was Cold Cut. I don't know if you guys are, are yep. familiar with Cold Cut. Yep. Um, but they were kind of like an EDM kind of situation, and uh, it was really good. It was packed. It was a big room. It was a good venue, and now it's like a yoga studio or something. Yeah. There's like a rough, I can never reconcile that when I walk past businesses that I had many a formative moment in. Yeah. And it's like something else, you know? <laughs> now it's Popeye's chicken. You're like, oh, actually, <laughs> that's, that's, like, uh, that's very, that's very topical because that's actually happened. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's been a bunch of Popeye's chickens. Like I went to the, I used to work at Arby's. Yeah. And there was an Arby's oh, that reopened sorry, after man. 20 years. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that cheese. Oh, man. No. 
beef and cheddar. <laughs> Chris, uh, didn't you find like, sorry, Arby's, I'm letting this out of the bag, but didn't you find like a cat in the grease trap or something? Yes, or? that's true. Yes, I did. Yeah. Nothing you can do. Well, they wow. say they've got the meat. <laughs> it was that cat, the cat in the grease trap, it fell in. It got fossilized like those prehistoric <laughs> mosquitoes in Jurassic Park. And yeah, because like once a cat gets it, the grease trap gets like the grease. It's not a trap, by the way. It's this big tin, or at least it used to be this yeah. big um, receptacle outside. It was like a garbage tin, but just yeah. full of old grease. But it would like build up there for like two years before it was like actually removed. Ugh. So this thing was like perfectly encased in grease. <laughs> I could just, yeah, it was completely preserved in like yeah. Crisco, essentially. <laughs> anyway, the Arby's that opened up on Montreal Road, like like East 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 Montreal Road, like in Orleans, practically, or anyway in Gloucester, whatever it was, it was up and running. It was an Arby's again, and then they turned it into a Popeyes chicken. I was like, what? Are there still Arby's? No, I think they're gone now. There's one in Kingston. Yeah. No, I they're think still that around. closed I down. See the ads for them. Yeah, well, there's still a there's still a business, but I just the. I don't know. They're you know, they're not popular in Canada. I only uh, I only ever went to one. That was in Fort Erie. Oh wow! And all the way from Toronto because I was going to a, a school in Toronto at the time. We were driving to Fort Erie, and she was just raving about these Arby's sandwiches. And we finally get there, and <laughs> they're delicious. Down, and she she kind of slides it over to me. She's like, "Oh, this is my favorite." I took one bite, no. put it down. Never. Again. You didn't like it? I tapped out. I was just like, you tapped out. I'm, like, I'm just like, that's <laughs> disgusting. What's the worst fast food you've had? Uh, Besides Arby's. Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell is pretty bad, but I had to survive on that for like years when I was at Sheridan because I had like no money. And you can get like a soft mm. taco for 50 cents or something like that at the time. Yeah. Just don't look inside when you're putting on the hot sauce. Oh, uh, no. It's like a diaper. It's I don't, disgusting. I don't think I've ever been to Taco Bell. Never. No. 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 Don't like start now. It seems like a diaper. Oh, it's so nasty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a visual artist. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Actually, I have been to Taco Bell once, and it was with you, Chris, yeah, and our friend Jay Stone yeah. in Toronto yeah. when we played at Lee's Palace. Uh, I vaguely remember that. Yes, and Jay Stone got like nine soft tacos. Like you yeah, said, he got yeah. a bunch for of like them. two bucks. Yeah, because you know, that's what you, yeah you could you get like you get like ten of them for like oh, yeah. six dollars or something. T- ten tacos, zero nutrients, <laughs> and you, you like you know that meat is like yeah, it's ten percent rat or something. Like it's <laughs> well, something I used to nasty. work in a butcher shop growing up, and uh, I just I just was convinced that the the kind of the bone sawdust that we scraped out of the bottom of the machine oh. at the end of the day. Oh, that's what I imagine that about. that Probably. gets shipped the off. The bone sawdust. Oh yeah, it's like meat sawdust. Like, but did they use that for something? Or did they? Oh no, we threw ours out. But I'm sure giant processing plants uh, would do something. Oh, probably bone oh, yeah. sawdust. Wow. So yeah. I guess we're not getting that Taco Bell promotional uh, <laughs> contract. No, but I have. You know what I have noticed though is that a Popeye's chicken has been opening up everywhere in Ottawa. So there's one at College Square, I think now, right near, right next Dude. to Kettleman's. Yeah, there's yeah, but have you also noticed? Yes, that's correct, factually correct. Have you also noticed that the Herringate Mall, which was by far the worst mall in all of Canada, they yeah. tore that shit down. They like cratered well, the main it. Main part of the building's still there, but they've added a bunch of like cube mall type things. Around. Well, I don't know, man. I think they they literally dug that whole shit out of the ground. Like it's like fucking Ultron launched it into like <laughs> space. They they just they removed it like a puzzle piece out of the area that it would have been in for like a long time. And they built like a wicked 
fucking mall with a Popeyes and a little Caesar. They brought little yeah. Caesars back. I did fucking huge good life. This just goes to show you how often I get out of the house because I had no a good idea. Life beside the Popeyes, there's a good life in the same mall, <laughs> and they have like a swanky A and W, and then the Leon's that has swanky been there. A&W. Yeah, the Leon's that's been there since like a hundred years is like is just still there. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's never going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Okay, there's is, same furniture too. Yeah. Me. There's a nostalgic moment. Do you guys remember consumers distributing? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. That was the worst store on earth, but also the best store on earth. Because you could sit there, you know, you walk in and be like, uh, what do I need here? Uh, and then you look through the catalog, you fill out the card, you hand it in. Yeah. And then, I mean, the last time I was there, I was probably, what, eight, seven? It was like four hours before you actually got whatever you ordered. Yeah. You know I don't what? know why, why I was so affected by that place. Why am I even talking about it? <laughs> yeah, right it's, now? A, it's, a, it's a formative business for you. I found something kind of crazy recently. I actually was cleaning up at my house and I actually found an entire sheet of unripped columbia house stamps remember they had those no. with all the album covers on it so man you that's stick some them. that's that is a that fine frame you should I, you yeah. should frame yeah. that yeah. you want to know what you want to know what i found recently what's that uh i didn't find it i was given it my my father-in-law was like hey uh he look at this and he had a sub subway sub club card no. with one stamp <laughs> to go and he's like yeah i haven't seen this in 20 i was like holy shit I actually exclaimed that. I was like, holy shit, yeah. you still have this? Frame it. I Instagrammed it. It was like what he's like one stamp away from like a foot long. But they What's got even rid of worse that, right? when they actually did away with those cards. I actually still had a bunch of them that were filled out. Oh, oh man. Like, no. I lost out on meals. Uh, those cards were like they, they were precious. Like I always imagined you'd like crack a safe and you'd see like a stack of them with an elastic, like cash. <laughs> Those are Phil's subclub guys. Well, they were, they were only like the only membership card I actually, you know, followed through with. You know, you yeah. go yeah. to places and they're like, oh, we punch it and then you get, you know, 10 punches and yeah. you get true, something for eh? free. Like Subway's the only one I ever actually always followed through with. Actually, I think there was a local video store. Um, Jabo Video. No, it was called... It was it was like another video store or something. And oh I think shit! They yeah, had that another video right store. Mall, yeah. It was right at the mall by your place, Brian. Where uh, okay, um, and it was in there, and they had something similar to that. Where if you uh, as you rented movies, they'd punch this thing and or your card, and the tenth one was free or something. Nice. That video store was amazing, man. Complete that- slackers that worked there, like. Just uh, uh, so many good memories. Yeah, they, Is that they, what he, turned into the Rogers video eventually? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah, a yeah, dental yeah. office now, by the way. Oh, wow. Another video store. They had one uh, in Hunt Club near the AMP. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. that's the one you're talking about. It's yeah. Yeah, near where you live. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's that, a dental office now. It's a dental office yeah. now. See, the that's, that's depressing. Is it is depressing. Yeah. See, near me, I live like um, near Mooney's Bay. And I'm often at the Rideau View Mall. Like, you know, not the Rideau View, you know where the McDonald's is? Well, uh, that McDonald's has been there for a long time. There's a McDonald's at the corner yeah. of Prince of Prince. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where Video Flicks There's was? that yes. cool uh, Farmer's Pick place. Yeah, that Farmer's place Pick. Awesome. We go there all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great, by the way. But Video Flicks was the formative video store for me. I, I used to go to that one specifically. And they had one at like Greenboro too, a Video yeah, There Flicks. was one in Manatic that we used to always Yeah, go. and yeah. but the Video, video Flicks was crazy because... If you wanted to see like those awful horror movies, like I was, I was looking at the back of the VHS boxes to see yeah. like how gory is this, you know? Yeah. And I remember I saw this movie from Beyond. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard of this movie? I have heard of that movie. It's crazy. It's like a fucking LSD trip on an LSD trip. It's it's who the was worst in that movie. one? It was the, it was the guy that was in the Reanimator. You know oh, that dude? Okay, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, um, is it Jeffrey? Cole? What was his name? 
Where'd my phone IMD go? IMDb it. Ah. Got IMDb it. If you could have plucked that name out, I would have been impressed. Here, I'm going to tell you. From Beyond. From Beyond. And the guy's name in the movie. Man, the dude from Reanimator. 1996. It was uh, Jeffrey, Co- Jeffrey Combs. There we go. And Barbara Crampton. And Ken Forey. Ken Forey was like in every zombie movie. You know that guy? Yeah. 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 It was, it was no anyway, more room in video, hell. Yeah, there's no more room in hell. Ted Sorrell. This is an, it got 6.7 um, in the ratings department. This was an awful movie. This is something that Chris and I share in common, but Brian, did you do that as well? Did you ever just go to video stores and surf through shitty horror movies? Oh, all the time. I had a buddy who worked at a video store too, so that helped. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And so he, he actually had, well, he had the greatest job, right? Because he had a TV there. Yeah. And while he was working, he would, you know, uh, plug in like the 3DO or a PlayStation or yeah. something and either be playing games or he had the VCR and he'd just watch movies <laughs> and wait for people to come and he'd take, you know, the two seconds it was to process them and then he'd go right back to to watching it. And meanwhile, I was across the street. Actually, it was kind of funny because he, right on the opposite corner of an intersection, I was on the other side Hilarious. working at a butcher shop <laughs> and busting my help doing freezer orders and stuff like that. And then every now and then I'd kind of go outside or I'd call him and we'd just kind of wave at each other. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's and from gaming. my perspective, he's like living the dream and I'm <laughs> suffering and, you know, meat sawdust. So, and meat sawdust. <laughs> so what gems, like what, what were some horror gems that you discovered just because that's, that's the only way there was, right? There was no real internet. So oh, flipping yeah. boxes. Yeah. What Did exactly. you guys ever see one called Jacko? Jacko. No, the guy walked no. around with a pumpkin head. Jacko. Yeah, didn't and he'd skip around and he had the pump. Anyway, that was a good one. And then there was of course Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, yes. Pumpkinhead was a crazy movie. Yeah. I love Lance Henderson. Yeah. You ever see like the making of how they were like breaking sticks of celery and Uh, cabbages apart to make the sound effects? That would be the best job on earth, I think. After the video store job. Yes. yes. Was Tom Tom Savini the special effects guy in that one? Oh. I wouldn't know. Special effects guy in everything. It could have been Farmer's Pick for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was all vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) No, Pumpkinhead was a good movie. It was because that demon in that movie was unlike anything anybody had seen at that point, right? Yeah. It was kind of like a weird, creepy version of like the alien from Aliens. Yeah. It had had kind of that element. I'm sure they probably were like, we're going to do like, we're going to try to pull off the alien, but as a demon instead. So what is he doing now? Lance Henriksen. Man, he's old as fuck now. Have you seen yeah. him? Yeah, but is he's he... He's like older than Jerry Brown, the governor of California. Is he in anything, though? I can't remember seeing him anything The last thing he was in was Aliens vs. Predator, and then he was like... Oh. Tour de Force. Yeah. Tour de Force. Yeah. He was in that show, uh, so Millennium. Do you guys remember that show? Oh, yeah. Millennium? It was a good show. Oh, man. Man, it's... he was... Lance Henrik- Henriksen was like that guy... I remember, you remember that show, uh, remember Beauty and the Beast on CBS? Oh, Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah. Ron Perlman. And, and I was, I was, I, like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll kind of broach this. Speaking of Ron Perlman, I, um, I, I just saw him recently on the weekend in, um, uh, the, in Drive with Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's great in that, in that film, but he's, he's a good actor. I, lo- I really, I am, I am personally endeared so are you are you upset that he will not be in further Hellboy movies? Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like David Harbor, the actor mm-hmm. David Harbor from Stranger Things, uh, is the new Hellboy, and they released an image of what he looks like as Hellboy, and he looks exactly like Ron Perlman. But doesn't <laughs> Ron Perlman have have like hands on in the new Hellboy in some way? No, I he's, he, he 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 was offered like um, 
a small role, but not as Hellboy. And oh, he was okay. like, ah, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is no longer involved with the movie, okay? <laughs> That's not at all what he talks like, by the way. But Bro, um, You're on fire today, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just finished Narcos, and I'm learning how to speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Actually, I'm learning how to speak Spanish oh, with Babel. Really? Eh? Que tal? Bienvenidas. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's the length of it. That's it. But, but anyway, <laughs> David Harbour is not in the new Hellboy. He's no not. wait. Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman is not in the new Hellboy. David Harbour is in it. Okay. And um, so there. Why didn't they just do Ron Perlman then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I I, I don't. If know they made why. it the same, I don't know why. Yeah. And um, and they're they're doing a Pacific Rim without Guillermo del Toro. As well, yeah, I saw the trailer for the that. trailer. Uh, John Boyega. It looked good though. Yeah, it looks yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty cool. Bigger monsters. Who expected that? <laughs> it's bigger. Pacific Rim like, is a great movie, and it's like, oh, just I awesome loved it. to watch whenever. Yeah, don't you think so? Any kaiju, kaiju movie, kaiju. Right? Yeah. Well, modern day Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. I'll take it. So yeah, I'll take that any day. I'll take it. They're doing. Remember Robot Jocks. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I know no, that was another yeah. classic Crash and Burn. Movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> these movie. are the ones that I used to find. They Great all movie. the Mech Warrior movies. Those were awesome. But see, you don't, you can't do that anymore. I'm totally having an elderly moment here, but that was the best, man. Going to video stores and flipping boxes. I'd occasionally, eat, like, I would. Um, there was a local video store near my, my house when I. Um, I let me just step back here for a second. This kind of goes back to what I was talking about with going past places that you had formative moments at and you're mm-hmm. depressed because it's Popeye's chicken. Okay. Yeah. Well, I used to live in Hunt Club and when Hunt Club was a new development in Ottawa and um, there was a store, a video store there named um, Video's Finest, which was kind of like another video store. It's just yes. a local version of it, Video's Finest. And uh, I'd, I'd go there like in, in my summer break every fucking day and I'd be, I'd just fucking hang out there constantly and I'd rent movies and I'd bring these movies home. And, um, I rented robot jocks there yeah. and I was just like, oh, I'll give this a go. And I was like, Oh my God, this was the best thing that's ever happened. I mean, it was a huge <laughs> surprise. Ah! Yeah, it was, it was, I was so pleasantly surprised with this choice. Right. Oh, I loved it. But then I, I was hoping to replicate that moment with other movie selections. And I was like, no, this was a gem in the rough. Like this, this is not meant to happen. Like Jim Cotta. J- Jim Cotta. <laughs> Jim Cotta. <laughs> Do you remember Brian, Jim Cotta? You're old enough to remember that movie, Jim I Cotta. Actually, no, that one. You he was a gymnast. Flew by me. <laughs> yeah, he was like a gymnast, but he de- it was like he developed a martial arts. Oh. So he's like, yeah, oh, that I can't even. That was that was it, the 80s. Really, yeah. That was the American fixation with ninja culture in the 80s. American ninja, uh, American warrior, Revenge yeah. of the Ninja, Return of the Ninja, Ninja like, Ninja, yeah. and Shokasugi was like all over that shit all the time. Remember Shokasugi? Yeah, I remember. He was he was in one with Van Damme. Uh, Which one? Black Eagle, I think it was called. Yeah, that's right. Shokasugi. And he was like the official ninja consultant on these awful Golan Globus movies that were... Yeah. Golan Globus. Golan, <laughs> it was Golan Globus. And, and you could tell like they crank, the, they crank like 10 of these movies out in a year. You know, like... It was so Go- Golan Globus did Masters of the Universe, I think, okay? Yeah. Which actually wasn't uh, a bad movie. Frank Langella was in that movie. The Skeletor. Movie. He was Skeletor. Dolph Lundgren was like the worst, though. For yeah, but that was that was another movie. It was kind of like the Dark Crystal. It had some like really interesting, detailed, practical prosthetic effects. Yeah, like it was it was like well put together. 
It's just the story sucked. <laughs> I saw the Dark Crystal at school in grade five. That movie scared the crap out of me. Yeah, man. Dude, I don't Skeksis? know about you guys. Yeah, like yeah. Olgra, the Skeksis. Like, yeah. What was his Lord Cavendish or whatever? Kavanaugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy. That was, yeah. Uh, it was scary. It was, it was a scary a, film. Yeah. I, Sucking I, the life essence out of podling. I know. Like, yeah, it was awful. I know. Yeah. I showed my kids that movie and they were they they were kind of scared too. They were like, yeah. why? Like, why why is this so it's very dark? Yeah. But I, I love watching it now. But, yeah. Yeah. It's but like Labyrinth. Labyrinth is another early, one that uh, you know. Yeah. That was a little weird. That yeah. movie, the Dark Crystal really remind, reminds me of the movie Legend. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is Tim, a classic that film. Was Tim Curry? Yeah. Tim Curry, the Devil, and Tom Cruise was Lord Darkness. I still say and Sloan from Ferris Bueller's yes, Day Off. Yes, total Sloan. Mia Sarah. Yeah. yeah. But don't you guys? Do you guys agree that Tim Curry's makeup effects in that movie, his makeup, holds up? It still holds up. Now. Oh my god, yeah. totally phenomenal, phenomenal. Totally, he was that. Whoever, someone deserved an Oscar for that fucking thing. I think his neck muscles should have been bigger. <laughs> Tim his horns Curry. were huge. Yeah, exactly. Have you seen had like you know like Tyson neck? <laughs> I know, I know. He had Tyson neck. Totally, he had like pit bull neck. Yeah. Have you seen it, Brian? Uh not yet. Not yet. I saw. I saw the original. Yeah, uh, which Tim it. Curry was in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm. I really want to see the new one. So I watched it. And, um, in the theater? No, I, I, I Have you it. paid for it and watched the entire no, thing? I totally ripped it off. I apologize to everybody at Universal. I'm sorry, but I watched it, and uh, it's uh, there were some fucking terrifying moments. Oh like, yeah, the Bill Skarsgård is it Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he deserves an Oscar for this. This is like a Heath Ledger worthy performance. Well, did you ever watch uh, Hemlock Grove? I did. That was uh, a touch and go. Yeah, yeah. But he still, was good in it. It was Roman. He was yeah. Roman, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was a really touch and go show. That was an Eli Roth show. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't like the wolf guy. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of lame. Hi, Wolfie. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Wolfie. <laughs> they were actually doing a Dark Crystal Netflix series. Really? They're doing yes. everything, you know? Man, yeah. Netflix, Netflix is the bomb now. Like, you could, like. I heard they might be amazing. remaking Goonies. Like, Not don't really touch, don't touch that don't shit. Don't touch stuff like don't that. Don't touch it. But see, this is the thing is uh, what I wanted to say is whenever we talk about this stuff, do you, do you guys find that you have a massive appreciation for practical effects now? Oh yeah. Just More look so. at the look at the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. They look like video games. Yeah. They were on TV all this past weekend and I just thought I hadn't seen them in years, so I started watching them. And it, it, they look like cutscenes and yeah, everything, oh, totally. everything, like even unnecessary guys, like you could have had a guy in a stormtrooper costume, but he was also CG'd in there. And the stormtrooper was yeah. CG'd? But now CG's come to such a degree Putting that- it, troopers out of a job. Yeah. Now CG's come to such a degree that it, it looks like a practical oh, yeah. effect. But you know, actually where it didn't work out where they used a practical effect was in X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, they should oh, not have cast um, Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. That makeup was and wow. the ma- the makeup was hokey. Like yeah. it, it, and that that's technically a practical effect. But like Apocalypse in the comics was tall and imposing and yeah. and like huge. Like he was a huge. He looked like a wrestler. Yeah, he was. He was like ten feet tall. He was big, massive. round head. Yeah, yeah, and he had um, he had white eyes and like you know he had like that etching around his lips, like yeah, that yeah. the lining around his lips. They just didn't pull it off very well there. Oscar yeah, Isaac's a short actor. You I know, agree. you have to have some stature. Yeah, I agree. They I, should have they sh- they should have CGI that one. I thought. See, just the, the entire character? character. Yeah, like what they did, what they're doing with Thanos in um, in in the new, in the Avengers Infinity War. Really? Eh? By the way, when's that coming out? I don't know. Justice League November. Thor Ragnarok November. 
Yeah, it's that's going to be a busy be a November. Yeah. I saw a new trailer. There was a new trailer release for Justice League. Um, yeah, look good. What do you guys feel about that? I have like zero hopes for anything DC right now. Yeah, well. You didn't like Wonder Woman, Brian? Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. 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 That was actually a pretty. But I mean, that's one out of many. Maybe that's then. Then before that, it was the '89. <laughs> oh, this, you know, this is, a, this is a yeah. this is a topic on this podcast though. BVS. We talk about this. No, no Chris. I'm yeah, sorry. I was warned. I'm no. sorry. It's just it's it was not fair Chris. that it got like a 13 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Shut it was up. not. I don't, no, up. I'm not going to shut up. This is a fucking real thing. I hate the fact. <laughs> no. no, it's unacceptable to me that DC got shit on for that movie. It wasn't that bad. It was like. Not awful. Are you Don't, done? Brian, what you It think? was not awful. I enjoyed it. I thought it there was There were fun. parts of it that I, I definitely enjoyed. Like which which parts in particular that... Uh, uh, the middle. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the movie. Martha, no, you have Batman kicking ass. That's always entertaining. Yeah, um, so that, no, I guess that, was, that was awesome. That's the consensus, but, right? Uh, but then, oh God, what am I thinking? Basically, it was Doomsday, right? Yes. But I didn't yes. think that was bad. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And that was a good fight. And Wonder Woman coming in, you're just like, oh, it's like a Rocky movie when the, you know, the Fuck, punching that it do- out. That Doomsday fight was badass. Started getting pumped up. Chris is super amped about this. Like. I just but don't it, understand it was, why they destroyed it. It, it was, was all right. It, was, yeah, it, was it didn't right. deserve 13%. What do, what do you give it out of 10, Brian? Out of 10? Like a six. Yeah. Me too. Six. It's Solid six. six. Yeah. You know what? It's an action movie. I, I never. This is know, what yeah. I've tried to explain to Chris is whenever I go see movies, I have. I try to erase all expectations, and that's what I'm going to do for Justice League. Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Uh, all of them, yeah. But I, there's a very different feel in these in the Marvel and DC universes, right? There's this sort oh, of yeah. witty, wise, cracky thing going on in the Marvel universe. They all have, you know, like... And there's this green, blue, filtered thing going on in DC. <laughs> yeah, well, what's, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Everyone's sad. I'm a rich son of a bitch, but I'm sad. Yeah. I've got godlike powers, but I'm sad. sad. But what's the deal there? Like, you guys you guys probably know more about DC than I do. Like, 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 like. Steppenwolf is a new god. Uh, Darkseid is a new god, Right. Like these are all powerful. Like, do you know anything about yeah. these guys? To be honest with you, I don't know very much at all about Step Steppenwolf. I can't. Yeah. Steppenwolf is I like Darkseid's uncle or <laughs> yeah. something. I just think of the band Brian. Do you know anything about these? Guys? I just remember Darkseid always or Darkseid. Is it Darkseid or Dark? I think it's Darkseid. Yeah, Darkseid. He always uh, he could always match Superman. Yeah. Like, well, wasn't he more powerful than Superman? I think so. It, well, I think it, well, just Superman's like everything. still around, so no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Logic dictates. Yeah. But they, I think for they, story they must purposes, be even. For, for story purposes, it would go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all, all of these heroes and, and villains, their powers fluctuate for story purposes, right? Yeah. Like Doomsday killed Superman, but he didn't kill Superman. After actually came back as what was it for Superman? There was like Steel, yeah, Young Superman, the Cyborg, yeah, Uh, Steel. Remember, didn't Shaquille O'Neal make a movie called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. he did. That was oh man, Shaquille O'Neal did a movie called Kazam. Yeah, oh my god. Which I remember being angry at myself for renting at Video's Finest. I was like, why? Why did I waste my life on this? Because you want to see a giant human being do the, stuff. Ugh, the God. last thing I saw of Shaquille O'Neal was everyone was freaking out online about his feet. Have you seen this? Oh, don't, yeah. don't do like it. The way they don't. look? Or just yeah. Google Shaquille yeah. O'Neal's feet. Don't, well, yeah, but don't do it. Yeah, but can I tell you something? Yeah. Google Steven Tyler's feet, too. Steven Tyler no. from Aerosmith. What 
Why? Because he's got like fucking clawitis or some shit. The same thing that Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal has. Well, Shaquille O'Neal, the problem with Shaquille O'Neal's feet was like the toes are like giant potatoes. But then they're folded over. They're folded over. Like and then also the binding. The nails. Yeah. No, but they were folded over, but the nails were way too small, like teeny tiny little nails in these giant potatoes and <laughs> folded over <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> it was teeny the worst. tiny potatoes. It was the worst. Ah. No, ah. Steven Tyler's feet are even worse. How'd you come across that? It can was. I, all, I don't oh, know. <laughs> bring it up for, so Brian can see what I'm talking about. Okay. Shaquille and then bring feet. I guess bring up Steven Tyler's feet. Too. Okay. I will because. Clawitis. Like talons? What are you talking about? Shaquille O'Neal swoops feet. down and picks up field mice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, so here here's Shaquille O'Neal's feet. They're not that bad. Okay, but there was one shot that was particularly. Well, yeah, no, they're pretty awful. That's, <laughs> oh my god! It looks like chiclets in. Oh my, that's, that's, I'm, I've lost my appetite. Potato chiclets, man! I'm telling you. Okay, so that's Shaquille O'Neal's that's feet. Steven Tyler wow. feet. It's a big toe. When that's you think about the it. biggest of big toes. Yeah, one it's toe just a big to rule them all. paw. Like, okay, so here's Steven Tyler's feet. Super fucked up. <laughs> Man, that's his feet. Also, he's wearing Tevas. I'm not joking you. What is happening there? He's got a condition or some shit. I don't know. The middle, the middle toe is sticking up. Is naturally folding over the big toe. Yes. And there's yes. there's only four toes? There's only four toes. No, no, no. The the pinky toe is hiding there. Oh man. Yeah, that's like, you need some orthopedics for that. Yeah, maybe some closed-toed sandals. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's, it reminds me of like a spider rearing up to attack or something. The other foot looks fine. I think it's, I don't know what that's from. It's, um, yeah. Maybe use that nope. to like hold the mic The other stand. foot is not fine. <laughs> it's from years of yeah, years just, of You know when they tip it forward and they bring it back and just hook it with his toe? It broke it? Yeah. You know, Steven Tyler's like a thousand years old. I mean, he looks pretty good, all things considered. Uh, okay. No? Well, I, I okay, bring up, bring up Steven Tyler 2017 image. Yeah, he has not been using oil of Olay. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler image. No he, regenerist up on that motherfucker. He's he's you no know, here. I'll, I'll call him up. Um, okay. He looks pretty good. He kind of looks like a pirate. Are you fine? Yeah, an insane magician. He looks like he looks like <laughs> he he looks like he should be in Middle Earth. He's like a hybrid wizard. <laughs> hybrid wizard. Let me see this. Look at that! Holy shit! He, yeah, he looks what's like what's with this? What's he's like one of those fantastic Mixer Fox characters come to life? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what he looks like to me? Sorry, this is gonna sound mean. I don't mean it meanly. But in this image here, you know when when you there's these apps that'll split your face mm -hmm. in half and mirror the other half of your face. Yeah. Look at that! Like, doesn't that look like that? Oh like yeah, he's half. Well, he's got a very hard. He has a cleft chin, and he's got a hard line in his forehead. He's halved and mirrored his own face. Is that what he did? I don't know. Yeah, it does look like. No, I think this is. I think this is like a an impersonator, Todd. Oh, okay. Well, Steven Tyler by Chris Van. This is a painting, actually. <laughs> okay, it's not yeah. one of my paintings. <laughs> no, definitely. Brian, not what would you do if Steven Tyler called you and he's like, "I want to commission a piece of myself." Oh wow. Prices are going up. Yeah. Yeah, I want some of that. Some oh, of that Aerosmith yeah. golden golden money. The golden yeah. goose. Aerosmith oh, golden goose. Um, yeah. I mean, people have bad feet. What are you going to do? 
Well, not wear open-toed sandals. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Don't appear on talk shows with bare feet. Yeah. Maybe you can't even get those things into a shoe. It was, it's up, man. Like, what is happening? It's, uh, it's like a bad situation. It's like from beyond. That looks like feet from beyond. I'm going to watch this movie now. It's really awful. It's really awful. <laughs> Have you seen any good films lately? Uh, oh, God. I'm just blanking now. You get yeah. put on the spot now. Spotlight. Jeez. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll I come saw up with one. Something. I saw one. What'd you see? I saw Batman versus Superman. It's an excellent. Fuck <laughs> Chris! Stop it! Shut up! I'm just kidding. No, Wonder, I, Wonder Woman. That was a good one. Uh, Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did I see that was good lately? I watched this movie that I had seen before. Actually, it's excellent. It's called The Siege with Denzel Washington and um, Warren Beatty's wife, Annette Benning. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a pre-9-11 terrorism movie. Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It's fucking smoking amazing. Did you like Training Day? Uh, Yeah, I did. But I, I, yeah, I thought it was good. But I thought it was a very run-of-the-mill, you know, cop thriller. Yeah. So yeah. what is your favorite Denzel Washington movie? My favorite Denzel Washington movie is probably Biko. Okay. He plays Stephen Biko. That was Cry Freedom, wasn't Cry it? Fr- yeah, yeah. I thought it was Biko. We'll have to look this up. Cry Freedom. Maybe, yeah, I think you're right, actually. That and also, um, I thought he was quite good in uh, Virtuosity. Oh, yeah. With Russell Crowe, yeah. Remember Virtuosity? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was one of those movies that I... Yeah, it was, and then game. he was in another movie with John Lithgow called Ricochet. Oh yeah, Ricochet. Yeah, and and the, the the most notable part of this movie is that like John Lithgow like totally fucks with him in this movie, and he actually gets, he he gives him a sexually transmitted disease in a really crazy way in the oh. movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I, it's the the movie's it's like twenty five years Lithgow old. John Lithgow kind of came out of like creepy roles, but now he's like one of the funniest guys. Yeah. He, the he was in the he was in the most creepy role. Is that what Raising Cain or something? No, that was crazy. That yeah. was a Brian De Palma movie, but he was in a movie called Buckaroo Banzai. Oh Bucker- yeah, yeah, Peter yeah. Weller. Yeah, which yeah, was that. a very underrated movie. Totally at one of these video stores. Buckaroo Banzai was yeah. like one of those seminal films you'd find in a video store and look in the back of the. I box. think I actually saw that for the first time. Believe like it or time not, Bandits on yeah. Laserdisc. Yeah. Buckaroo Banzai is crazy. Time? Did you say Time, time bandits? bandits? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, I don't remember the plot of Buckaroo Banzai, man. What was that I, about? I remember a lot of driving around and yeah, Buckaroo yeah. Banzai was like the man who knew he was like the world's the world's most interesting best man. And he played in a, a new wave rock band. And it was it was it was a Marvel comic, actually. Yeah. That they adapted into this film. So what was John Lithgow's role? He was the villain. He was the villain from the trans dimension. He was uh, he's an alien. Oh. But he was an alien scientist and he was like crazy. The most recent thing I saw him in was a movie called Miss Sloan. Have you seen that? No. So it's pretty good. Um, you should watch it. Uh, he plays the role of, I believe he's a senator in it, but it's Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. And uh, she plays a lobbyist. And uh, I won't tell you too much about it, but it's pretty good. You should watch it. I think it's on Netflix. I like right Jessica now. Chastain. So do I. Yeah. She was in a good movie called Mama. Mama. Uh, that was also. Dear Mama. I can't say it. Guillermo del Toro, wasn't it? Guillermo Mama? del Toro. Yeah. That was him, wasn't it? Uh, no, he produced it. Okay. But the guy who actually did Mama was Antonio Franchetti. I think it's Franchetti. And he directed it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah, full, full circle. circle. On that note, um, 
I should I should probably do like a one of our endorsements as like a as an exit out of our podcast, don't you think? Okay. I want to bring us back to Angela's Pizza. Pizza people talk about. At Angela's Pizza, you can get two large pizzas with pineapple and ham with a two liter of ginger ale and four pecan cupcakes for $27.99. Angela's Pizza, pizza people talk about. And you get a free copy of Batman v Superman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Per slice. So, Brian, I'd like to thank you for coming on, man. You should hey, come on more often. You said I was the first guest. That's, yes. First that's guest, an man. Honor. That's you, an honor. Hey, and we should also guest. plug Brian's commission paintings again. Yes. Go on Facebook and, and search Brian Collicott. You'll be blown away by these paintings. It's Brian Collicott, paintings and commissioned artwork. Commission him now. Commission him now <laughs> for your painting needs and necessities. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. really so good for, stuff. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for coming on, Brian. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Chris, uh, I guess I'll uh, see you next week. I'll see you next week, Todd. That sounded like you wanted to fight me. I'll fucking Batman versus Superman you next week. Gotham, Metropolis. Will be- <laughs> I can't do this. I promise I won't talk about BBS anymore. Thank you. All right. All right, bye. Bye.